millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Crime and Investigations, I Am A Killer is a brand new 10-part true crime documentary series produced in partnership with Netflix by an excellent production team including me, Danny Tipping, and me, Tom Adams. Each episode tells the story of a prisoner convicted of capital murder and sentenced to death. In this podcast, we'll be going into the making of each episode, revealing what it was like to produce this incredible series. James Robertson, I'm 54. I've been in prison for 37 years. You know, I finished my original time way back in the, like, late 80s. That's I got a bunch of other time. Uh, I don't even really know how much time. <laughs> About 100 years, I guess. I just got to the point where I said, man, fuck this shit. I'm going on death row. So I said, well, I'll just go ahead and kill my cellmate. I pretty felt pretty confident I could, I could overpower him. Believe me, it was premeditated. Episode two, Means to an End, is the story of James Robertson, who, who actually ends up in prison initially, not for murder, but through, through a, a break and entry, um, and is taken into prison. And then once in prison, falls into, gets into various scrapes, doesn't he? And they, they, those violent encounters escalate. And his, his initial sentence, he's a teenager at the time, he, late, in his late teens, uh, so his, his sentence escalates to the point where he ultimately ends up on death row. Um, so this is a, this is a guy that that didn't commit murder on the outside, um, but ends up in in the in the prison system and within the prison system becomes, by his own admission, a violent criminal. He's a scary character. I know that the team that interviewed him, when he walked in, he was an angry, angry man. And Stu talks about about him staring, you know, staring, staring. This was a case of. The way this prison worked was there were there was no glass. They were in a room ten by ten with um, James, and when he was led in, although he's shackled and there's a there's a prison guard there, they were on edge. He's an intimidating character. Undoubtedly, he's a physically imposing yeah, yeah. Uh, character who who is, you know, has a has a, a long track record of extremely violent crime in prison. But he, I think, the the, the point of this or not the point of this episode, but one of the things you see, that he is, as, as much as any of them in, in this series, the product of his environment, that he, uh, early on, he, he didn't have the parental um, support that many of us have. He, he does go off the rails. He ends up in prison, becomes hardened in prison. In, in most, And I think all the 
our contributors, including the, the those that knew him before and and the nurse would, would all agree that he he has responded to his environment. He he's chosen responses to become even harder to to dish out the yeah. the violence rather than to receive it. And at the point he feels he's no longer able to do that, he takes himself out of the game by by killing his flatmate and and retreating, if you like, to to death row to spend whatever time he's got left in a slightly more comfortable cell, uh, you know, and, and left to his own devices. But later, uh, so after we interviewed him our first time, we, we go, we're very lucky to meet one of James's relatives, um, his cousin. Yeah, yeah. And who, who is, whose familiar resemblance is uh, uncanny, I thought. Yeah. Um, who lives a very comfortable middle class, you know, just in the next county, I think, uh, with with a young family um, in in relatively comfortable surroundings, who had a slightly different upbringing than James, and was afforded probably the opportunities that you might expect, or reasonably expect a, a teenager growing up in that part of the world to, to have. And and it's a real sliding doors type moment. This could have been the life that James Robertson may, may have led yeah. had he not yeah. taken that path. Um, and their parallel lives are, are really striking. I think he's a character who's done what he's done and. We can't say that it's because of the system, you know. He has to. He has to. He has to be accountable for his actions. Oh, he's very and, much made. And, he's made conscious choices. Yeah, yeah. And it, but equally, the programs aren't apologising no. for him. I mean, what I think we had to be careful of was was saying, and it's because of this that he's turned out like this. Mm. And I think, I mean, we've certainly tried not to do that. We've simply shown what mm. the situation was and explained what happened. And then it's up to the viewer to to decide the reasons why or if things could have been different or whatever. But we're not saying because he was given no. this hand, he's turned out like this and it's not his fault. He's made. He's made. No, but we're posing the question that perhaps there was yeah, he could have gone yeah. a different way. I mean, as but as any of the characters what, could. And then, and then, what is? I think what I found interesting was after that first interview. As I say, he's an intimidating character, and yet there's a moment of humanity when he talks about Daryl, and 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 he understands that that's the person who loves him and looks after him, and 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 cares for him. And he's just not had that before. Yeah, there is there is somebody there that actually is yeah. will it does worry about him and will be upset, you know, if he yeah. meets his end in prison. Yeah. Up until that point, he he had perhaps rightly assumed that nobody did Care did less. care or yeah. was interested. Yeah. It's a different film than than the other ten, it, it, and it does pose lots of questions. Since we've made contact with James, something that he said quite a few times: I've never had a family, never had anybody to love, nobody loved me. Do I think it's been a wasted life? Yeah, I think it's been a wasted life. I, I think it all just began from when he was a toddler. There's parents, you know, mothers and fathers out there that just love their kids to death, and that wasn't the case with his mom and dad. He had a hard life growing up, and then, of course, straight to prison when he was 16 or 17. You know, it's not like he was born a monster or, or evil. The guy's just never been loved. When we went back to interview him, obviously we, we maintained correspondence in the time um uh, james robertson's in in prison in florida um and we wrote another letter um james wrote back with lots of questions um uh, wrote to ross who's the the producer director that directed this film and he uh he had a lot of questions that we answered and 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 wrote back to him um and when we turned up um when the team turned up to to film 
um, they found that actually uh, James Robson hadn't received that letter. Um, on the day they, they turned up to film the second interview, he hadn't received it. Um, and it was touch ago whether he would he would come out um, and and do the second interview. And they had to pass him, uh, I understand, a, a photocopy of, the, yeah. of their responses yeah. so he could read yeah. it in his cell before he agreed to come back and take part in the second interview. Um, so that one could have gone could have gone south. You, you can see how his trust in us grew actually over the course of his letter writing because it went from um, one word answers to to questions we posed him to, mm. you know, starting to tell us about about his life and and what had happened to him. And I think Ross he did have you know as much of a pause you can build in two one-hour interviews I think he we were very straight with him we gave him the opportunity to tell his story and he was reassured that this would be you know warts and all there was going to be no soft soaping um and I think he he respected that and he did yeah. you know yeah. he, he's a, he's he's a he's not an unintelligent guy he's 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 self-aware he knows what he's saying he's accepted he's chosen his fate and accepted it um and so he didn't pull any punches and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a really powerful, yeah. powerful episode. Yeah. I knew that they was going to use any excuse that they could to keep me on CM. Any excuse. I mean, you just sit in that cell all damn day, man. That's inhumane, man. I mean, that's crazy. Finally, I, I got mad and I said, I'm going to go ahead and kill somebody. I remember seeing that first interview with him and just thinking there was more you know how 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 much of this was just a a mask this is where i am i'm going to make the best of it and that's what i'm going to show and the the challenge from a program making perspective was to see if you could as it were speak to the real james and i think ross did a great job actually because i just felt it was beginning to crack at the end you know we were beginning to see that character come through yeah. and i think within the limited time we had with him yes yeah, yeah, the team yeah, did an yeah. incredible job yeah. because it's not the character we meet at the top of the show oh it's uh, uh, yeah. you've got a much better understanding of, of who perhaps james robertson is yeah um and who he, he could have been but again that's the question we set up for the audience and we, we couldn't hope to answer that in, in a 50-minute yeah. yeah. film but again it i think it it, it confounds the Audison challenges you to think a, a little bit more about, you know, who, who these people are. But again, you know, James isn't looking for, he's certainly not making excuses. Uh, he's not looking for necessarily for f- forgiveness or, but perhaps understanding. But again, it's, it's, it's another one that, that when we all sat around, you know, I was coming in, in and out of the process. I'd read the stories uh, and, and the scripts initially and we're seeing, we're seeing little bits and pieces of the interviews, but I was seeing the films as they they were already pretty well progressed. So I, I sat down not knowing what to expect, having read, really, James Robinson's rap sheet mm-hmm. um, and perhaps formed an opinion of, of who who this character was. And then at the end of the, the viewing, having having to uh, probably re- rethink uh, or reevaluate. Yeah. Um, and that happened in nearly every yeah. episode. I think the, the one-page kind of rap sheet of any one of these guys does, doesn't even go yeah. anywhere near to, to giving the full story. Yeah. Has she had any sort of very brief 
message you wanted to convey or a way that you want to be remembered, what would you say? Somebody that always speaks the truth. You know? Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Well, Voss, who's a producer director, is, is not a man easily intimidated, I, I would suggest, and is a, a, a well-seasoned director who's interviewed yeah. uh, lots of difficult contributors. And he said at the time... Uh, he didn't initially uh, when James Robertson, who is, as we said, a, a physically intimidating character, um, entered the room. That he, he he wasn't initially intimidated because he was in his bubble and he was uh, primed to you know to, to to take this next hour prizing the interview out of this uh, the potentially difficult character. It wasn't until after he left the room. And bear in mind, this is a, a, as Tom mentioned before, an interview that took place. Uh, you know, sitting opposite him, there was no glass um, uh, dividing. We're in Florida now. They, they, this is an interview room where they they sat on plastic chairs opposite each other. Um, it wasn't until afterwards Ross said that actually, oh, you know, he he took a moment to think actually that could have been. But again, you've only got an hour to um, hmm. you've only got an hour to engage with with this person and the niceties that you you're you're touching on really difficult. Subjects. Yeah, it's hard to uh, for 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 a, yeah. anybody to go in and start asking people these kinds of questions. Well, if you sat down opposite anybody and said, sat down, "Tell me the worst thing you've ever yeah. done," go. Yeah, yeah, uh, and and you're against the clock. You've yeah. got an hour, so there's there's so little time to generate any kind of rapport. Um, but equally, you can't just dive in. So it's a it's a balancing act between. Mm getting some kind of relationship and knowing that the clock's ticking and you've got to uh, get what you can get. Yeah, and with a certain amount of journalistic integrity, knowing that we, of course, it would be easier to to phrase the questions in, in the nicest way possible and, and to tread carefully around the sensitive issues and, and ask the sort of questions that you think might upset the contributor, but that wouldn't get us to where we needed to be. Um, and I think the producers and directors of, of these shows have been... Extremely but, brave, actually, in, in in what and how they approached them. They did. They didn't pull any punches, and I think they that was rewarded because I think the the contributors, the inmates, appreciated that they they weren't. We didn't tread round the sensitive issues. We asked the questions we wanted to ask, and they answered them. James Robertson got wound up, not necessarily actually from our questions, from from probing, but he's the type of person I got the sense who who would get onto a theme and would wind himself up almost. As he elaborated, he would get more irritated by what well, the, the themes he was talking about and, and get angrier and angrier. Yeah, and I think what you're seeing is that anger, yes, frustration, yeah, uh, yeah, probably. And he, you know, and I think it's, it's probably one of the first times he's confronted, you know, he, he's been in prison uh, uh, predominantly on his own, uh, or certainly, you know, in, in his most recent uh, stretch, he's been on death row, and hasn't probably had many opportunities to t- discuss you know, what he did and why he did it. 
And so we're giving a very short window with somebody that's genuinely interested in, in hearing his side of the story. Um, and it all comes out. And, and uh, you know, actually, I think he, he does a pretty good job of restraining himself in, in, in well, and delivering yeah. those. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it's a it's an incredible watch and one that leaves you probably. He's just blatant about it, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. more just, than any more than any yeah. any of the other characters yeah. in the in the series. He he, he challenges you. Yeah, really. he knows he knows what he's done and he knows why we're there. Yeah, um, and it, it's it's a very powerful interview because of that. But you know, and it leaves you asking as many questions as it answers, without a doubt. We'd love to hear what you think of the series. Comment on Facebook or Twitter with hashtag IamAKiller. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe to this podcast series. The I Am A Killer podcast is hosted by Tom Adams and Danny Tipping and is produced by Sam Pearson, Stefan Ardilly and Matt Talent with editing by Susanna Lawrence. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.